there is a huge change now where companies are asking for more agility in their software solutions they want to buy, a higher flexibility and a faster time to market. And this is exactly where Arquia believes that we actually have the right spot in the market. Welcome to the Agile Digital Transformation Podcast, where we explore different aspects of digital transformation and digital experience with your host, Tim Butera, Content and Community Manager at Agile Drop. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Our guest today is Florian Schwender, Director of Partner Management for Central Europe at the digital experience company Acquia. Acquia has recently been named a leader in both Agile CMS and Digital Experience Platform by Forrester and Gartner, respectively. And in today's episode, Florian and I will be discussing why an open source technology is the best solution for your digital footprint and how Acquia can help as an open DXP. Welcome to the show, Florian. It's really great to have you here. Uh, anything to add before we begin with the questions? Yes, thank you for inviting me. I'm uh, excited to be here today with you and get uh, with you through these topics. Yeah, I'm looking forward to just jump with you into the questions. Okay, awesome. So Acquia is basically based on Drupal, which is one of the best known open source content management systems besides WordPress. And WordPress is really huge, actually. I just checked before we started the call and I saw that its market share is up to 40% of all websites. And my, my first question for you is, why is it that open source options are so popular among content management systems? Well, I probably don't get into much of a detail here, but my assumption is that if you build a website, um, and this is something most people actually do, if it's a blog or um, like social media, you probably use a WordPress WordPress has been seen amongst uh, the market if you don't have big enterprise processes um, laying under. So you can always combine WordPress with a simple like kind of way to build a website for little things like a blog post or a website for your own. If you do little businesses, you use WordPress. But, but if you think you are a company and you have like security and kind of enterprise process lying behind, there usually WordPress is not being seen. So you go then on other CMS solutions. But regarding your question, why open source is being seen um, so much in the market, basically you own what you do. So the content and the code is yours. This gives you a higher flexibility of changing, adapting, and therefore you are quite agile in kind of, you want to build a new website, you just do it and you don't have to rely on on third-party companies because you own everything. And of course, behind open source, even if it's WordPress or Tipo Tipo Dry or Drupal, there are communities behind that supports you, especially when it comes to functionalities that you need or you're looking for, or you need some expertise, you always can go back to these communities that are actually becoming more and more popular. Yeah, those are some really excellent points, Florian, especially the one about owning your data. I think that this is one benefit of open source technologies that that's not uh, as recognized as it should be, especially as, you know, as uh, data becomes more and more important and more and more of our transactions and, and experiences happen in the digital and also the, the powerful communities behind the open source uh, projects. And of course, I mentioned that WordPress is huge. And that would automatically mean that, you know, obviously the community behind it is huge too. And you can get a lot of innovations as you pointed out. So, so yeah, very good start here. 
And okay, then uh, what about uh, Drupal specifically? Why do organizations and businesses uh, choose Drupal rather than a different open source CMS or maybe even a proprietary one? My view on this question, um, and this by the way is a good question, is if you run a business and your business is not focusing on e-commerce, uh, then you actually go for an, a CMS solution and there Drupal is, I would say, seen the most. In Germany, there might still be a typo dry um, sometimes been seen. But if you run, for example, e-commerce, you buy a, a, an e-commerce platform like Demandware and, and Hybris. And there, of course, are also some enterprise CMS solutions uh, that adds on on, on these e-commerce focused markets. But Drupal usually has been seen on industries and verticals where there's not e-commerce the main focus. This is mostly about farmer and uh, automotive. By, by the way, you need a, dig a digital platform. You need websites to uh, interact with your partners, clients, and customers. And there, Drupal is actually one of the biggest, I would say, CMS solutions that, that has been used in there. Why? I think it's been proven proved for enterprise readiness. So if you have an, an organization, you have a higher, I would say, expectation on, on, on your processes. And that's why WordPress is too small, especially when it comes to the security. Um, and of course, the level of quality that you need for a, a CMS solution. And I think Drupal is also that famous because it's highly extensible via APIs. And this is what, what I think Drupal makes it being one of the biggest markets when it comes to uh, CMS solutions. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. And it's also a huge testament to, to Drupal's power and kind of place in the enterprise CMS uh, market that so many government institutions and nonprofits and big important organizations actually are all based on Drupal, right? Exactly, yeah. And this forgot to mention the government, public, they all are investing into Drupal because they don't run e-commerce uh, solutions. Mm. And you're right. Yeah, actually, if, if you if you check the organizations tab on Drupal.org, you'll see that uh, a lot of really really big businesses that you wouldn't initially expect to be you know contributors to Drupal are actually on the list of contributors. So yeah, that's really cool. Drupal is like for those who don't know it, Drupal might not seem like a huge thing, but for those in the enterprise industry, you know, I I think a lot of people know about it, and a lot of people you know have heard of it and are maybe just now hearing it because of all the new developments with Drupal 9 and whatnot. One other thing that I wanted to talk about is, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned that last year Gartner made a, a groundbreaking move by abandoning the magic quadrant for CMS and basically are replacing it with uh, DXP or Digital Experience Platform. Uh, I think it makes sense to also address this change. Like how is a DXP or an open DXP even different from a standard content management systems? Are there any additional use cases or like benefits of a DXP over CMS? Yeah, there are some differentiations. I would start to answer this question by talking about the trends. Um, I think the reason why Gartner uh, went away from a pure uh, CMS uh, quadrant towards a DXP is because the market is moving towards platforms. You see it on on different, or I would say on, on mostly all technology providers like SAP, Salesforce, Adobe, they all investing 
um, into um, customer experience solutions. They want to become bigger. They want to become more relevant for customers. So it's not purely anymore about CMS. It's more about really making sure with your digital platform, you also get closer to your clients. And basically, that's, that's what we did as Arquia. <clears throat> if you think about the story, how actually Arquia has been founded, it was founded out of Drupal. The founder of Drupal, which is Dries, founded Arquia because there was a big company called Pfizer. Pfizer was running, I think, over, over a thousand websites on Drupal. They were doing um, everything by themselves, like the hosting, the maintenance, and updates. And at some point, they were getting really frustrated because it was just too much of a work to maintain everything by themselves. And that's why they, they asked Reese, hey, actually, can you support me? And then <clears throat> Reese founded Arquia as an enterprise company supporting Drupal, um, basically. So we took the hosting from Pfizer. We gave them an SLA and we took care of the whole maintenance and updates. And this is where Arquia has been founded. And Arquia, I think ever since has been amongst the leader in the CMS market. But as I said, the market is shifting and moving towards more of a platform business. And that's what we are doing as well. Arquia is still based on open source because Drupal is our foundation and our technology is open architecture. And why is, and if you have seen uh, that Arquia has also been named as a leader in the DXP, the new DXP report, is basically because I think the market um, is moving in this direction. If you think you're a customer, you don't want to buy any proprietary software solutions that takes you ages uh, to implement it. And usually you pay a lot of money in terms of licenses. Um, and this is why there is a huge change now where companies are asking for more agility in the software solutions they want to buy, a higher flexibility and a faster time to market. And this is exactly where Arquia believes that we actually um, have the right spot in the market. And Arquia also invested to actually build up their portfolio. So we are not only being seen anymore as a hosting provider for companies who are using Drupal, we are now offering more towards these companies. So if you have your website on Drupal, that's fine. But if you actually at some point, and this is happening as well at the moment, you want to get to know who your clients is or who their clients are on your website. So you think about personalization, you think about marketing automation. This is as well where we are helping companies with our new DXP story. That's a very cool origin story and cool that we're, we're already talking about some of the DXP offerings of Acquia. But you know, one thing, one thing that caught my attention is, is you mentioned earlier that one of the main benefits of open source technologies is owning your data, right? And it seems to me that this is even more important for a company such as Pfizer that deals with a lot of confidential data. You know, a company such as Pfizer, it, it, should prioritize and should should invest in in an open source solution because it's in their best interest to for for that solution to be as powerful as possible and to enable them as much as possible because they actually benefit hugely from the open source aspect of it right exactly and it's not only Pfizer who are uh, a fan um, of Drupal and Arquia I would be very like provocant to say that especially in the pharma industry. Drupal and Acquia has been seen very often because of this benefits. 
pharma, they, they underline a very confidential regulations like GDPR and how they work with, with their um, healthcare professionals. And I believe this, if you think about competitors <laughs> that I mentioned earlier, uh, they won't be able to do that in this, um, in this sense. So I'm pretty happy about this. And now we are, as Acquia, we are also looking forward to expand our reach into other industries, which I'm going to probably tell you a bit more later. Awesome. But, but yeah, one other thing is that it's also really awesome that we're talking about Pfizer at this point of time, you know, where, where maybe half a year ago, not as many people knew about Pfizer and what it did uh, as opposed to now because of, you know, because of COVID and the vaccines and everything. So it's really, it's really good that we're already tying things to like current events. And, you know, maybe this will be an even, even more compelling selling point for Drupal, you know, if it's like, okay, it's not just this is connected to some government or something, but this is actually connected to the company that's working hard to, you know, to save everybody's lives, to provide this vaccine on a global scale. So, yeah, really cool that you're, you brought uh, Pfizer up specifically. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and we already started talking about uh, how Acquiac has been named a leader in both Agile CMS as well as DXP. I'd really like to offer my congratulations uh, to you and the whole company on that because I've been following the, these this, uh, topics and the magic quadrant since last year and I know that last year Acquia already kind of progressed a bit but this year I think it was in second place at least for Gartner it was in second place right behind Adobe if I'm not mistaken right so yeah really cool I know that you've also prided yourself as being an open DXP you know not not just a, D, a digital experience platform but actually openness is part of your main offering basically and uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that how does this openness factor into your offering and why should yeah. people be compelled by it that's a very good question that relates a bit of what I said earlier if you look at Gartner DXP report or also now there was a new report from Forrester which is mm -hmm. called Agile CMS and in both reports, we are being listed amongst leaders behind Adobe. So Adobe is still um, a bit ahead of us, but not for long, not for long, hopefully. But we have been claiming ourselves being the only one who are open. Why open? The first thing is that our technology, firstly, has been built out of Drupal, as I've told earlier. And we claim that our technology, of course, we are a SaaS company as well. But our software products are built on an open architecture. And since we believe that the market is moving towards more agility and flexibility, we think that we have the right position. If you think about our competitors, they are not open, they are closed. Mm -hmm. So think about you are a company and you want actually get updates or new functionalities that are not coming out of the box. You usually have to wait and you usually have to wait or pay a lot of money actually to be um, to getting um, these updates and with that we think that being an open is the right thing at this point and especially when there's a huge trend of companies asking for it and, and with that we are one of the fastest growing companies in these DXP reports or Forrester's HIC mess that that is quite I would say exciting for us at the moment um, and I'm really curious where we're going to be next year. But open means we are built on open technology and having an open architecture that makes it for companies easier 
to use us, to work with us, especially on, on the things of, I pay less license fees. Mm -hmm. I can always, like the, the code and the data is still mine. And I can actually scale as I want. And I'm not dependent on the software owner, so to say. And also, since you know, so many of our digital experiences are now becoming uh, multi-channel or even om omni-channel, I'm guessing that an open arch architecture is is um, lends itself much much better to to you know complex integrations with uh, several different platforms and systems. I mean, you see it in the market um, that the new buzzwords is headless, it's open source. Mm -hmm. All big IT technology providers are having strategies around these areas. And this is our DNA, basically. So there is a huge shift from going away from big uh, monolithical software systems mm -hmm. to being headless and, and open. And an another thing that's maybe not as related to technology, but it, ju I, it just came to my mind just now, uh, wasn't Acquia actually founded during the last recession in 2007, 2008, something like that? Yes, Acquia has been fallen in 2007 and there was a big recession, especially in 2008, uh, mm -hmm. but I think we did very well because Drupal is, as I said, for free. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to pay for Drupal, but if you wanna build your website on Drupal, you have to take care of your own hosting, of your own maintenance and updates and, Sometimes it's getting very costly and complex if you do every, if you do everything by your own, and this is where we are stepping in as experts around Drupal, offering or taking away this effort from companies, offering them a license. So it's a win-win for both. Companies pay less uh, and they get a service from our side, uh, and we make sure that the the software and uh, the instance are continuously developing and maintained and kept up to date, basically. So it actually makes sense to bring Acquia into a project, even if you already have a website or multiple websites running on Drupal and you already have things kind of fleshed out, it still makes sense to, to you know, ask Acquia for help with this. Especially then it, it makes sense. Usually what we see in the market is the companies using Drupal uh, for several websites in different countries. In each country, there is an agency work um, like managing this website and the agency takes care of their own hosting. So and think you are the head office of this company. At some point, you don't have any idea anymore of the total cost of ownership, mm -hmm. especially when you want to make updates on all websites because you still take care of your brand identity. So doing updates, every agency is asking for money. You still have to pay for hosting and the complexity becomes worse and worse the more websites you have and especially around rolling out new websites. And this is where we are very good in. We take all of this effort offering, I would say a platform solution, which is called a multi-site management. That means you get one dashboard with one template and you manage it by yourself as a head office. So you don't have this complexity and this maintenance effort of, of the different countries anymore. You manage everything by, by your head office in one dashboard. So if you want to do updates, it's done immediately. If you want to roll out new websites, it's done within days and not months anymore. And this is what we actually, uh, where we see our benefit. We reduce complexity 
and um, the total cost of ownership. And this is where we stand out, especially in, in these uh, areas of you are a company, you have, like I would say, from 10 to 1,000 websites. We help you actually uh, managing these websites more efficiently. Wow, that sounds really cool, like a, a really, really cool uh, selling proposition. And it's very user focused, you know, it, that, that's what it seems to me. You know, you kind of took this main pain point of basically your clients and tried to adapt and adjust your offering to kind of take care of, the, of this, mo this most pressing pain point. Nice. Okay, in closing, I'm, I'm going to have a bit of a hot take here. Would you say that? it was the recession that actually kind of helped open source gain traction and follow up question to that. Would you say that the disruption that we're experiencing now with COVID and the lockdowns will also be contributing to kind of this new wave of open source adoption? I think the trend is becoming more and more intense and heavier since companies especially also this corona pandemic times they uh, it helps uh, the whole setting here with Drupal and Arquia because companies they become more digital now we all work remotely we all interact with clients partners and customers digitally so you need to invest in in a digital platform be it a website be it a portal or be it uh, e-commerce and here even in in e-commerce you see everything becomes headless and and more uh, flexible and as I said, we, we do have a, a focus area around making it easy for companies building websites and managing websites on a, like on a huge scale. But also our other focus area is around um, marketing, automation, personalization. And there's a new buzzword called customer data platform, but this probably would be another topic for another podcast. So Arquia is think we are positioned very well in the market when it comes to firstly helping companies building managing websites and then interacting with their clients on their website and uh, since our dna is open i think we are very well positioned in, in this market awesome and yeah that's what an open digital experience platform is all about right it's a platform it's open it's and it, it doesn't just take care of you know your presentation but also the connections with your audiences as you mentioned yeah well great i wish you lots of success with this and i don't doubt that you'll have it uh, i i have high hopes for aquia and and i think that it has a lot of potential still awesome uh, that's all from me before we finish, yeah, if people want to reach out to you or to learn more about you or Acquia, where can they do that? Firstly, uh, go on LinkedIn, search for uh, Florian Schwentner. That's my name. You can always just uh, reach uh, out to me, text me. Um, also, my email is florian.schwentner at arquia.com. Um, more than happy to have a discussion with you. Um, if it's hard for you to find me because I have a typical German name, <laughs> I think um, you can also reach out um, to uh, Tom and um, yeah, more than happy to stay tuned with you guys and uh, have maybe some more sessions. Awesome. Thank you so much for this chat, Florian. It's been really great having you as our guest and, and kind of getting firsthand insights into, into Acquia's offering your developments. And well, to our listeners, that's all for this episode. Have a great day, everyone, and stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. 
If you'd like to check out our other episodes, you can find all of them at agiledrop.com slash podcast, as well as on all the most popular podcasting platforms. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes, and don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues.